on Draft fans, we truly appreciate you joining us each and every week as we go over the news and interview someone from the industry. If you subscribe to us on iTunes, please leave us a rating and review it. Helps us get our word out. Also, take this time to go to our Facebook and like it. Check out the daily lulls for lunch that Matt posts. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. The name for all three is Better on Draft. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel for video of every episode, youtube.com forward slash better on draft, as well as check out our untapped page for what we drank each and every Friday night under the name Bod Podcast. Also, you can watch us live and chat with us while we are live at twitch.tv forward slash Bod Podcast every Friday from 7 p.m. until 9 p.m. Eastern. And no matter what you think of our show, we think it's better on draft. The Better on Draft podcast is recorded live in Royal Oak, Michigan. Now, pop that 40 and kick back with your hosts, Dan, Nick, Ken, Rob, Matt, and Angela. And we are live, episode number 133, Better on Draft podcast. It's a little barren here, Rob. I, I don't think I got your uh, your right mic. Maybe I'm on the uh, the wrong numbers. Number three. There we there go. We are. I have six. Yeah. A little off, but that's all right. Just a little bit. That's all right. But a little bit. Six is over there. You're, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's really just bad. <laughs> How you doing? I'm, uh, I'm tired as hell. Tired I mean, as hell. Tired as hell. I mean, I guess first first and foremost, happy uh, National Donut Day. So uh, <sighs> sure, I uh, I don't eat sweets, so I didn't know. Yeah, it just I, I also gotta, apparently it wasn't a big thing on uh, Facebook. I guess not, but you know, got up this morning, and just said, uh, you know what, I'm going to head over to uh, Looney Baker over in over in Livonian, grab myself a couple apple fritters. I know they're not donuts, but I don't give a fuck. Donut ish. Yeah, it's donut ish. It's not necessarily. It's like the stepsister of a donut. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hell, those damn things are good. They, they make good donuts, too. But I was like, no, nah, I'm going for the fritter today. Well, uh, what are you drinking over there? Um, I am double fisting right now because I'm tired as hell. And I've got myself. Because <laughs> these aren't downers. <laughs> <laughs> these aren't downers the, at all. These won't help you fall even more asleep. But no. sure, go on. Go on. Um, I've got the odd side blackened blueberry fruit sickle in one hand, and in the other, as I picked up yesterday as I was sub hosting um, from Canton Brewworks, the scary cherry saison, which I was really enjoying yesterday. I had quite a few that was over there because they they basically and definitely quick shout out to Jr. So I'm kind of jealous of of the the location you have where you can pretty much just have as many beers as you want free of charge. And I was uh, definitely partaking in uh, the ability to have a, a few. Uh, they had uh, one that was on, which uh, uh, was a pretty much a, a mistake that I shouldn't have. Not to say that it wasn't good. It was just a very bad pairing with the food that I had. Because uh, I had stopped off at uh, Paisai over in uh, the Woodbridge area in Detroit. Um, 
I would definitely recommend it. They they have some uh, some very interesting topping combinations. Uh, but uh, I decided that I was going to get the uh, their their nacho pizza, and this sucker was was pretty good. But uh, the jalapenos that they put on there were pretty hot. So I kind of thought I, jalapenos were all supposed to have like the same Scoville level. Like it's it's all. Like maybe maybe like a different seasoning, but I thought like the jalapeno chili mm-hmm. is is like a a specific level. Like is is there more intensities that I just? I mean, you're the chef, so obviously you could tell me. I mean, I don't know. It's just just with certain jalapenos, like certain jalapenos that they just I don't know. They just burn like hell, and I'm just I wasn't prepared for it. So I was I was sitting there eating eating the uh, the pizza. It got hot. And then I said, you know what? I need to take a sip of this beer. Not really paying attention to the fact that I had ordered uh, a porter, which they call the Disco Burrito Party. And it, <laughs> okay. it is a and, – and, of course, I believe there's a Star Wars reference in there somewhere. I, I, I just can't, can't pick it, cause, but I know they do a lot of those. But it's a porter that is made with chocolate, cinnamon, vanilla, and chilies. And it was far more on the chili side, um, I think, in that moment, because I was already dealing with the heat from the jalapenos on the pizza that I got hit with the chilies in the beer and was not ready for it to the point where it's like I did not taste. I didn't taste the chocolate. I didn't taste the cinnamon. I didn't taste the vanilla. It was just like my main focus was on the chilies because I was trying to get rid of the chili from the pizza. And then that one kicked in. I said, "Oh shit! I just, I, I just screwed up and got the wrong damn beer for this thing." You triple stamped a double stamp of chili. Yeah, exactly. You get chili. Uh, that's why I stay away from spicy foods in the first place, mm-hmm. and spicy beers and spicy everything. My, I'm a wuss when it comes to my tongue. Like I will fully admit it. Yeah, I have no problem admitting it. I have no problem telling you to your face that I'm a wimp about it. <laughs> the freaking buffalo chicken rollers at Seven Eleven are too spicy for me. Oh my god! And those are not that spicy. When I get parm garlic at B-dubs over at Buffalo Wild Wings. I need a little bit of teriyaki sauce just to like mellow out the spice of Parmesan garlic. Good Lord. That's how weak of a tongue I have. And I have no problem knowing that, understanding that, admitting that. Yeah. So when I drink and I eat, I just stay away from that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and I don't have to worry about it. So that's why I always ask when when somebody offers me a beer, I still always have to ask because as much as I'll try every single beer, I will never do a chili beer again, no matter what. I've tried four or five of them. I've done my part. Uh, It's not like IPAs where I still continue to try, even though I've had 150 to 200 different IPAs. Right. Still don't like them. I can't do like the Ring of Fire at Dragon Mead. Oh, probably one of the worst. Like and that the the problem was with that too is is that when we went there we did the entire flight, as in every single beer they had we had the flight like we bought there was like six of us and we all bought like two flights each all of different things just going down the entire list of all their beers and meats. oh my god yeah we 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 got a little tipsy that night it was fun I mean I it was definitely imagine. fun because I was of course drinking my a pint of um. One of their uh, their English brown beer. It's a uh, London something. I can't think of the name of it off mm-hmm. the top of my head. But I was drinking that beer while drinking beers because that's what you do. That's you, what you do. You drink a beer while you drink a beer. Well, because, I mean, you're going through a tasting. So, obviously, you know, maybe it was my palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> drinking a nice malt bomb beer. 
So I would just drink the beer, and it, it was good. So right now I'm actually drinking uh, Holy Moses from Great Lakes Brewing. I've got a special bottle thanks to a very random person on the internet and i emphasize very random because the first time i talked to him and the first time i met him were at the same time um but i asked while he was in florida if he spots a bottle just buy it i'll venmo him the money right away Mm -hmm. and bring it back and like three hours later i get a random message on facebook hey is this it and uh, sure enough, we've got the bottle of I'm so excited, I'm so scared from <laughs> Funky Buddha. Uh, definitely a callback to Saved by the Bell. Now, I think we mentioned it when we had Bee Nectar on. Have you ever watched the Zach Morris's trash videos on Funny or Die? I have not. So there is this huge <clears throat> like trend of videos that we talked about. It's called Zach Morris's Trash. It's a web series. Like each one's six minutes long. And it's talking about how garbage of a person Zach Morris is on Saved by the Bell. Like the things that he's done, like use subliminal messaging to try to get women to like him and um, like fat shamed a girl and um, like all of these things. The, the obviously the caffeine pills that was one of them, right? So yeah, there is a lot of uh, interesting things, but they also go down to like how crazy '90s TV was. Like the yeah. time that DJ on Full House tried to like starve herself. Like they they definitely like call out some bullshit that we watched in the '90s for right. sure. The the whole oh, wow. TGIF thing. Well, that was well. Right. I mean, TGIF was Full House, but uh, you know, Saved by the. Ha- I mean, yeah, full, the Family full Matters, house, Family Matters, and- Family Matters, and of course, every time they bring up a character, like apparently there was a third sibling in Family Matters. Yes, there was the little girl, and then was- she like disappeared, and nobody ever referenced her again. Exactly, because it was at the it was near the end of this episode, and she had done something to to piss off the dad and he basically told her to go to her room she goes upstairs and then you never see her again she's just she's just gone the like the neck because i think it was actually at the end of the season or yeah, it was something. at the end of the season at the end of the season she did something go to your room she goes upstairs and, and she was never seen from again never seen from again the season starts and then you just like well where's where, where'd she go I mean that's that that's like just the ultimate in in just punishment to your kid to just keep them in their room for the rest of their damn life. I think that's what isn't that what Carrie was? Yeah, the movie Carrie yep. and uh, Harry Potter. Uh huh. There, there's, there's a it, lot of those. It was, it was so, it, it was so crazy though that when they did, um, they did one of those like twenty year reunions or whatever uh-huh. on ABC or NBC. Yeah, she wasn't invited. Oh really? Yeah, they didn't even invite her. Yeah, it's just crazy to think of like all of those types of random shows that we watched and like the, the disparity because these shows are only on a lot of them are only on for a couple of years. And unless they're in syndication, mm-hmm. you have no idea about them. Right. So for instance, you know, I was born in 86 and I believe it was, um, I want to say like 93 is when salute your shorts came on. So like nobody I just saw that that anniversary post today. Nobody too. under me, like nobody that was born in 87, 88, 89 really knows salute your shorts or hey dude. Oh, or or they don't remember um if you remember the like the sporting game shows that used to be on USA, like they used to have like a beach competition mm-hmm. and a rollerblading competition yep. and um and it, it would always be on with like supermarket sweep and 
Uh, what was the Shop Till You Drop? Shop Till You Drop, Jackpot. American Gladiators. Gladiators, yeah. So you, you have all of these games. Like, it just, like, people. So I'm 32 this year. Um, in a month and a half, and sure enough, like people who are 31, 30, 29 don't know about it. Yeah. And it just boggles my mind because there's that that little bit of gap. Just like a lot of people I think my age don't know about you can't do that on television. Of course. Not. And there's a lot of people my age that don't know about Degrassi because the original Degrassi was before me, right. and the new generation with Drake was after me. Yeah, they, they, so, they only know about Aubrey. Well, I mean, you know, somebody's got to play drums in, in a band. <laughs> so you give it to the black. I mean, at least they didn't go for, like, the bass. Like, that would have been so stereotypical. I mean, either either way, you really can't win either way. Well, no. But, I mean, he did get shot. Spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah, he did. At least he didn't die like right. the other kid. Spoiler alert. Also, <laughs> if you haven't seen Degrassi, the next generation. Right. I don't know how we got there. We've got beer. <laughs> We've got a lot of things going on. Uh, Matt Bush is apparently in studio, but has not joined us yet. So I've been trying to kill time until he comes in. Yeah. Uh, but apparently he doesn't want to join us. He's uh, too busy um, in the toilet, mm. uh, I would assume. Or he's died, um, <laughs> gone the way of uh, Family Matters' youngest sibling. <laughs> Uh, I'm having this um the the odd side black and blueberry fruit sickle, and I I don't know I, I don't know there's there's a tartness to it that it it's not like it's it's not like Cantillon or like you know like a, a, a like complete Goza or something like that, but there's just this tartness to it that. I'm not really liking. And and I mean it could also just be, you know, it, it's black and blueberries. I mean, blackberries and blueberries are are typically a little bit more tart than than others. But being the the first of the fruit sickle series that that I had a chance to get my hands on, I I just jumped at it. Um I do like the price point of these cuz I got them at 8 degrees for a, a four pack for 10 bucks and for as many as these that they were selling uh, with the, the different fruit flavors that I, I'm glad that outside kind of came it, you know, brought it out with a, a price point that uh, everybody can at least take a shot on. And ain't this a son of a bitch that that Matt Bush actually walks in finally from the bathroom, and what does he have but a four pack, three pack? It's now, a holiday three pack. Three and a half pack. Now a three and a half pack of black and blueberry fruit sickles, you motherfucker. Well, I, I put I put out my GIF like when it came out to our friends at Zatuna Liquor in Rochester Hills. Uh-huh. I put the on my way GIF where it's Forrest Gump running down the street to Mama's house. <laughs> so yeah, sure, I drove the forty five minutes to Rochester Hills, Rochester Road, just south of M fifty nine, and got myself a four pack. Nice. Said so I had Jack Zatuna over there. I did, and he wanted to know how we thought the answer was last week. I told him it was amazing, but I know that you guys weren't. We're kind of mixed reviews about it, but. The, oh, the the ju the um the Anderson, Cody Brewing or whatever, whatever that, the answer place, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that that crawler or whatever that you got me, the giant can of beer. It wasn't too bad. I loved it. I it liked it. It, it wasn't. This year. I don't know about that. I won't go that far. Um, well, we drink vastly different kinds of beer. Well, that's that's true. You're you know I drink good beer and I drink <laughs> yellow fruity beers. You do, you do. That's uh, Cody Austin Juice from the Answer. Yes, that's that's the name. It's got a it's got a rating of four fifty one on Untapped. Out of that's, five, out of five. Yeah, it's, that's that's a that's a pretty uh, Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to mess with. Nope. 
They were here so, last Sunday or Monday. The, the sorbet style ale. So I mean, so, it was it was good. And you've been missing a couple of your your styles over at the Eastern Market Brewing Company and and their kolsches that they've been putting out. You know, I uh, I actually <clears throat> went down to Greektown. Uh, I flew solo this weekend, and I went down and I had their kolsch. It wasn't terrible. Um, was it the coffee kolsch or there was a there's there was a, a weird flavored kolsch? There's a there's a there's a lime kolsch. Yeah. Which isn't terrible, but it's it wants to be a cerveza almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I had their lime cerveza, it was literally like I was chewing a lime, so mm. it kind of turned me off. But I had it, um, and uh, yeah, so I went to the casino. Uh, didn't do too bad. Didn't make any money. Avoided getting shot. Oh, uh, I heard about that. There was yeah. a little craziness with that going down. Down. That there. was right about where I Over was when I was. Um, wow. Well, I guess. I was wandering back that way, but I wasn't on the main streets. I know to navigate the back alleys yeah. of Greetown. So I like I walked from um basically I parked behind the well. Okay. And then I walked that alley to Greektown. Yeah. And then I walked to Jacoby's. Because okay. I mean after playing poker and drinking beer for an hour, I needed, you know, heavy German food to set in my stomach. Right. And then I went back to Eastern Market. Um, so all in all, good night. Only lost a hundred bucks. Played for two and a half, three hours. So That's not too bad. I mean, Thirty dollars an hour for entertainment. You know, I was up at one point. I really should have walked away, but everyone else <laughs> was just riding the table, so I stood. Right. Yeah. I uh, I like Greek Town because I love the the synergy or whatever the the party pit blackjack area is, and because you can spit on the tables there. I right hear. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> What? I um Matt told a joke as I was drinking water and I spit took all he over. He Vesuvius a all over a all over table. roulette table. <laughs> I'm like oh like I felt so embarrassed, so dumb, and I'm like, I just want to go now. But this is also after we had been to the Lions game. Yeah, we were I was getting sloshed at the and Miller Light tent or whatever. Yeah, so it's we called. I mean while he was ashamed, he wasn't that ashamed. It was right. I'd say a Bob Ross happy style accident. Eh. Okay. Yeah, so the dealer had to like wipe every <laughs> single chip. No, they had to bring a pit boss in. <laughs> like the, the oh, dealer had to bring huge, a pit I, I broke down the table for like ten minutes. Yeah, it oh. was. They were literally like buffing the table, like um, like uh, what's that movie where they get red wine on the rug and they have to blot it, not wipe it or whatever. I don't remember. Yeah, is this like Goodfellas or one of the gangster movies? I think might be. It's it's been a while. Your yeah. cultural references are not that good. You don't wipe red wine out of the rug. You have to blot it. That's a line from a movie. It might be. So I'll I'll start off with this small little anecdote. Oh, well, you're drinking the fruitsicles, so nobody cares because <laughs> Rob already talked about it. Yeah. Um, there was a time it was a house party at a friend's house, and we don't know what happened. And I'm pretty sure it was because we were all just being rowdy. But a bottle of wine fell off a shelf and crashed on the floor. And in our infinite wisdom of being completely tanked, somebody had the idea of pouring beer on it because the beer will get, you know, it'll spread out the red wine and you'll be able to clean it up fast. Yeah, that wasn't, that's not what happened. Is that like when in uh, Talladega Nights they have a knife in Ricky Bobby's thigh, so they put a knife on each side of the knife to try to wedge it out? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's basically. I mean, that's sound logic, right? The uh, effervescence. Yeah, we um, no. we don't remember. So I, I was waiting for you because there, there's definitely a, a fun little anecdote that I want to share. Oh, okay. And th- it's not this. It doesn't even involve beer too much. Uh, it doesn't involve beer at all. So <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of America's Got Talent. 
I'm so, okay. So I watch America's Got Talent every week, and it's actually one of the shows my mother watches. So I'm like, you know, hey, have you watched America's Got, uh, Got Talent this week? Yes, Kenny. Who's your favorite? Oh, my God. <laughs> so there was this magician girl who looks like she's from the movie The Grudge who shows up. And I'm like, oh, I remember seeing her on the Internet. She was on Asia's Got Talent. She actually won it last year. How she's at America's Got Talent now, couldn't tell you. Do the Continentals Got Talent, do they have a circuit? Oh, there's. Did, did she? I, is she going to Africa's Got Talent next? Or I don't. Europe's Got Talent. I don't know, but there's there's a lot of Got Talent shows. There's like thirty to forty. I know, like them. Britain, UK's Got Talent. Yeah, there's right? Britain's Got Talent. There's like Finland's Got Talent, and okay. the Dominican Republic of Congo's. Got I mean, there's got to be like one person who has more talent than everybody, right? And they should just be able to ride the circuit like a wrestler in the seventies. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I hijacked. Oh no, no, no. You're you're fine cuz that's kind of how it's going to go with oh, the okay. story. <laughs> so, I'm telling my mother and I'm like, you know, well, you know, they they stage a lot of people, they recruit people, they like reach out to people to try out for these shows. And my mother's like, "Really?" And so, I'm I'm telling her, "Yeah, you know, these these play, they, a lot of people go like the, like singers will go on X Factor and The Voice and America's Got Talent and American Idol trying to like get it. so they recruit people to show up to these shows." And as I'm continuing to tell her, I'm like, you know, and she's like, well, price is right. And I'm like, you know, a lot of the stuff is staged and I'm just doing it for the entertainment value. You know, I don't care. Like right. the, the Philadelphia Eagles guy who was a magician that was on the America's Got Talent last year was actually a really good oh, magician. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, obviously he's like, hey, I'm on the Eagles and they're they're going to set him up to play, you know, mm-hmm. set him up to do good. So I'm telling her this and she goes. Well, you know, when we went, because they went and saw a full live uh, viewing of The Price is Right, and I'm like, well, The Price is Right stage, too. You know, they have a lot of -of out-of-work actors and stuff like that that are in these shows. They're plants. They apply. They're recruited. Really? I I did not know any of this. Oh, no. So Aaron Paul who is yep. science bitch. Yeah, he was on Price is Right. Yep. You can actually look at, like, yes. he got called up. He won. So there was also... Did he not actually, study the California, like, retail code for, like, eight months to meet Bob Barker? Uh, well, so there there are real people who show up and real people did, that did you, get through. Did you miss my, my call? Oh, I, I saw it. I just kept going. Okay. <laughs> so... They have well. That's that actually happened at Prices Right too. By the way, like legit, not Barney Stinson. Like somebody figured that out and guessed the 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 final thing on like exactly. Yeah. So they had to change it to like add modifications to cars and stuff to change the prices. Yeah. Just so it's not the same. So. I'm telling my mother this, and I'm showing her photos. I showed her. So there's a wrestler you actually may remember. His name's Brian Kendrick. So he was on um, in like WWE, like the early two thousands. What, what was his name? Brian Kendrick. The Brian Kendrick. The Brian. The Brian Kendrick. It's not the Brian something. That, no. Okay. So he used to be in a tag team with Paul London, getting off. Like yeah, he okay. was actually wrestling in a a TV show that's uh, like the number two wrestling promotion in the U.S. While he went on Price Is Right and continued to like and actually made it through. Okay. So. If you go through and you you learn about this, Man, there's really, a, I'm I'm kind of pissed at the prices right right now. I so, feel like you've like thrown a hatchet through my childhood. Well, if if you go into it, there's a um, the guy who runs Hollywood Babylon with Kevin Smith, Ralph Garman. You know, he was an auto work actor in the 80s and 90s, and he was on the Match Game and Card Sharks and like four or five other game shows because that's what a lot of them did is they went on these game shows because that's all they could do. So. I'm talking. I'm, so mind you, I'm telling this to all my mo- my mother. So and I'm like, you know, you've never seen the movie Quiz Show. Did you ever see the movie Quiz Show with John Turturro? God, no. 
So great movie, 1994, John Turturro. It's about the game show 21 and how it's rigged and how John Turturro's character blew off the entire, like he blew it up. Like everyone figured out it was rigged after he went out and said it was rigged because he was supposed to throw the game and he didn't. And so I'm telling my mother and I'm like, this must be what it's like when you tell your kid that Santa Claus isn't real. <laughs> and my mother's like, yep. Hold on. So let me make. Let me, so all those people on the Newlywood game never made Whoopi. Is that what you're telling me? Um, they probably, made, they, they, there's, they there's, made up the phrase making Whoopi for fake actors. I'm, most likely. Uh, probably. There are, there, so, again, there are legit people who show up for these game shows, like Michael Larson, who was a huge. Yes. Press uh, your, your luck. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, like, Did you watch that documentary? I, I've that seen it a few so times. Great. It's it's a good documentary. So, I mean, there, one of my relatives and my, uh, my, my stepfather's family, um, uh, she was on Price is Right. She actually won a couple prizes herself. So there, there see, are some real people. So there were uh, so funny way back machine for me. I multiple times um, auditioned for a certain real game show. Double Dare? No, 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 <laughs> no. What what year? Can we at least get a year? Um, if you're not going to say the game show name. Well, if you guess the game show name, I will. Um, probably I was heavy into applying for this game show probably from about 17 so about oh, let's see I'm 32 now so from 03 to probably 2014 maybe ish road rules road rules no no so, so so an actual game show not like a reality show correct. a game show correct i have mul- there's one show that i almost had re- daily reminders of when the auditions were and I was very heavy and still too I would love to be on the show of all shows. I I have no idea what it would be. Like obviously yeah. it's not Jeopardy. I've seen it, you. It is Jeopardy. Uh, is it really? <laughs> really? I have applied for Jeopardy literally probably a dozen times. Wow. And one time or one of the, like as you go through the not audition process, but like the questionnaires and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. You have to like Oh, there's an audition process well, too. There, yeah. <laughs> I haven't even gotten that far. But when you're filling out your question, you can only apply like once every three months. You can't be on another show show like on air of anything for the previous year. You right. can't even apply for other things in the, in the, the six year six months prior. So I mean that's the only thing I've ever tried for because I I want to just be that guy that gets like the, the sports category and just runs train on everybody and then looks at these other nerds to my side and say what up now? <laughs> Come on, American <laughs> literature. What about the Detroit Pistons, son? <laughs> And you get one category. <laughs> That's it. That's all I need. You would need like Detroit Jeopardy at that point. I know. He would just sit there, like, and then all of a sudden it's like, all right, uh, give me physics for 800. And no, because he just, just drops the buzzer. He just I've, sits there. I've always thought on Jeopardy that like the contestants pick some of the categories. No, I bet. No, what it is is I think per game, 10 or I think 15 to 20 categories are told these are the categories that are coming up this this episode. And of that, 10 categories get chosen. So you basically have to pick and choose what you study and how you study and all that stuff. That seems like but, too I mean, much of an advantage. you got to think. You only need to win about 10 category or ten clues per round. So tw- two rounds. So, I mean, there's 50 total questions. If you get right. 20 correct, you probably have as good of a chance to win Final Jeopardy. That's a fair amount. So... Uh, I mean, if, so if I get two categories that I can run, I'm good. I'm good with geography. I'm good with like 
religions. They're especially and, good with sports geography. Yeah, I'm and, great and, with and sports. Mascots. So like I there's as long as it's not like English, you know, some you know, history of a world that I don't know nothing any about. Egypt. <laughs> Rami Malik. Um King Tutankhamun. You know, there's a lot that I don't know, but if, if it's in my wheelhouse, <laughs> I'm like, where did you pull out Ram Rami Malik? And then I realized after the second one, it just just such he's a, a he's an Egyptian. I know, so I know. It was a very Freddie Mercury. Yes. So Santa Barbara, like a motherfucker. But that I, that would be one of my life's complete goals. Like I would probably have if I ever got on that show, I would brag about every answer I ever got correct on that show. So other than Jeopardy, because obviously I have to follow, but have you tried out for any TV no. shows, like a reality I show? I or? don't think so. I mean, I did a lot of weird things in college that I don't quite remember. Um, but no, not that I – no, no, I can't say that I have. What about you, Rob? Did you ever try out for a TV show? Like, Actually, you know what? I was, uh, as a young child, on one of those um, fake game shows at – Universal Studios. Oh, where they set it up and yeah, yeah, I know yeah. What you're talking about. Like yeah. I, I didn't quite know that I could have been on the show, but going back, I could have, but I wasn't quite in the position to do it because I thought, yeah. So yeah, no, I, I didn't try out for any. I mean, I was on Quiz Bowl in in high school, and you know, I remember Quiz Bowl. That was I did that. Yeah, that was that was local TV appearances. So I, that I don't think Quiz Bowl really counts, but probably one of the more annoying things about that was. Uh, suddenly, just 10 years out of high school, I'm going into the mall, which I swear up and down, I hate going into a mall that is within striking distance of my old high school. Well, because I mean, I, th- there weren't that I'm many no malls in the 70s, were there? Uh, uh, the 1770s? Oh, come wow. on. Come on, man. Come on. He come couldn't on. go back to school back then. Oh, 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 oh come on. He is, I was like, am I, if my I mean, actually wrong? Right, right. I, I, got, I got all my Ancestry.com stuff back. Like, that, that. Was there even a question? Like, did they just give you your money back and say, you figured out? You black motherfucker. Come on. <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll give you one question. Here's your 20. It would be so funny if no, no, like everything it said like Eastern European and Asian, and then like one percent African. It was like, oh, well. it was it was interesting having uh, less than one percent European Jewish. So I was, I was a little surprised by that. Mazel tov. But um, uh, yeah, it was like I, I did that whole quiz bowl thing, and it's just like I went to Southland Mall. And this dude just comes out of nowhere. Hey, dude, I know you. You used to do quiz bowl and did all that smart shit. I, I remember seeing you on TV. And I was like. He recognized you from he TV, f- not even he, like a, a schoolmate or like an like, opponent. No, he, he said he went to Truman. He couldn't remember my name, but he remembered that, oh, whoa, we have a well, hello. But he did. Coming all the way from Ferndale Pride. Right. Uh, have a seat, Mr. Riley. Welcome to the show. Wow. Um, I don't know. I, just, just sit down. We're we're gonna take a break in like nine minutes. So just sit down. Yeah. Uh, you're on mic six, so I'll uh, turn you on. Hello. Actually, turn six on. <laughs> oh, we, we can't hear you. You're not talking into the mic. Oh, whatever. I'm just getting settled here. Okay. There we go. How are you, sir? Good. How All are right. you? You know, I recruited somebody today. We were uh, simply just talking about uh, being on game shows. Uh, game shows itself. <laughs> Have you ever been on a game show before? No, not like a real one. I always like talk along to Jeopardy, but uh... have you have you ever tried out for a game show or tried out for a TV show or anything like that, like a reality show? We did this um, when I worked at Entertainment Weekly. We had a show, a short-lived show on VH1 
that was kind of like a, a pop culture entertainment trivia show. Okay. So I was there for Best week those, ever? Uh, no, it wasn't best week ever, but I tell you what, I want, that was, that would have been my gig. Just like where they come back to you and you say like four things, yeah. and you, no one really knows who you are, right. and you're just like, yeah, that Kardashian thing was dope. <laughs> and then she really took it in the ass. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> hey, she was in the Oval Office this week. The Oval yeah. Office? Can I try one of those Absolutely. fruit sickles? Go for it. So the reason I'm asking is is that I actually tried out for a TV show years ago, a reality TV show at that. Oh. Big Brother. No, it was not Big Brother. Yeah. I thought about trying out this year because they had stuff in Detroit for Big Brother. That that seemed like that seemed like to been for for me just thinking about that. I was like that would have been one for you. I don't think Ken is is wicked enough to do Big Brother. Uh, no, I am too. I think I'm I'm as much as a you, lot of you'd people. You'd be the guy that would join the be asked to join the Alliance and get cut right away. I would be asked to join <laughs> the Alliance. I'd be asked to join the Axis, and I'd join both of them. And then you would be <laughs> sacrificed and and cut like a pig. Pretty much. Yeah. I, I, I would send a tape in for I Love New York too. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Scratch that. I did oh. I did I, I sent the tape in for the profit. Hashtag, welcome to the barbecue. <laughs> What's that? I I sent in a tape for the profit. The profit? Yeah, so the Marcus Lamona show, where it's kinda like the apprentice. But uh-huh. like so the profit is Marcus Lamotis and he goes to businesses and he saves them. Right. So then he did a show called The Partner where he brings in a whole bunch of people because he has so many businesses that he needs someone to leave at the business or to help his network of businesses. Uh, so I did like uh, a two and a half minute Dropbox clip. Gotcha. Wait, there's a profit show for some guy we never heard of. Uh yeah, but he's worth like five billion dollars. So he clearly yeah. did something. Well, it's kind of it's kind of like how like Sean Fanning came out of nowhere after Napster and is now like a, a business angel. It's like or it's kind of like that how'd I- you get all this money when you stole everything? He's legit now. He's like a big player. Oh, I I I know. I've seen I've seen like because it's kind of like well, I mean as as an angel, it's not like Shark Tank. Shark Tank's right. full investment, whereas Angels is like yeah, I'll loan you the money or I'll you know just give you the money. So uh, before we take a break, because we're gonna kind of reset uh, now that Dan's here, we'll get everything kind of situated. But so I was on a show. I actually got onto the intro credits of this show. So you know how they do like, oh, we went through all these cities to find the best of the best. So it was for a show on sci-fi. American Ninja Warrior. No, it was not on American Ninja Warrior. (laughs) (laughs) Is it the cosplayer? It was not the cosplayer either. It was called WCG Ultimate Gamer, and it was a professional gaming competition that was set up like real world. Like they all lived in a house, and they all had a contest. And And none of them ever showered. You just ate Doritos and Mountain Dew. I tell you what, they definitely got a lot of non-gamers that were gamers in there. So actors. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. like actors who play games. Oh, what was that show? What was that show? The... uh, like uh, King of the Nerds. King of the Nerds. Yep. I could. I could do that. You could do that. Is that I the one where that. the nerd like dates all the models or something? No, that's um, that's Beauty and the Be- Geek. Beauty and the Geek. God, why do I remember that? And we have a lot to thank the writers' strike for <laughs> giving um, us all of this. King of the Nerds TV was like content. was was <laughs> ran by Booger and the head of the Tri-Delts, <laughs> and they sent all these people through like nerdy Man. competitions. And then there was always an athletic component in every single one of them, just to make fun of how they, unathletic they are. So I feel like I could have kept myself going just on the athletic portion. They um <laughs> they, they did that. Did you ever see the, the episode of Black Mirror, 15 Million Merits? 
No. Yes. With a Daniel Kalua, I think is how you pronounce his last name. Yeah, the dude from Get Out. Creeps, man. That they literally so this entire uh, episode of TV because uh, Black Mirror is an anthology, so every episode's different. Basically, everyone rides a bike. <laughs> this is gonna go into game shows too. Mm-hmm. So everyone rides a bike to power the world, and then they get merits based on how much they bike and for how much they bike, they can spend it on virtual things or TV shows or whatever the hell they want. And then if they get and the the fifteen million merits, they can go try out for this America's Got Talent type show. Um, and the whole episode is about that. But there's um, a, like all of the TV shows that they're watching is just basically these overweight people that they're just putting through the ringer um, just as for comic relief. That's all. Think of Wipeout. You ever see the TV show oh, Wipeout? Yeah. yeah. Meets but, Biggest Loser? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Wipeout. Yeah, I know. Meets Biggest Loser. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess that would be a good. But there was no like the, the Biggest Loser part wasn't in there. It was just literally just Wipeout, but just with big people. Like dunking them in like vats of nacho cheese. Oh, man. Like stuff like that. Like I just wouldn't want to be the second one in the nacho cheese or the last one. Like if you dunk me in nacho cheese, make me the first person in said nacho cheese. I don't want anybody sloppy second nacho cheeses. All right. Well, we're gonna take a uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, we got something to do real quick. Uh, if you can't seem to stay ahead of your bills, then this message is for you. How would you like to have a large portion of your credit card debts, medical bills, and department store debt forgiven? National what? Credit Card Relief would like to give you free information on a proven debt forgiveness program. This program has been used by thousands to legally forgive millions in unsecured debt. It's not bankruptcy. It's not consolidation. This special program actually wipes clean a portion of your debt that is forgiven from what you owe your creditors. Call for free information and get all your questions answered in the first free call. The more you owe, the more you can save. If you have at least 10000 or more in credit card bills, this debt for forgiveness program can be very effective. Call for free information and find out more at 1-800-218-7170. There is no cost or obligation for this information. Don't wait to call 1-800-218-7170. That's 1-800-218-7170. Get your debt problem solved. Call one 800 218-7170 today. So episode 133, Better on Draft Podcast. Featuring Axel Brewing Company. Featuring Axel Brewing Company. Happy birthday, All Axel Brewing way. Company. Well, thank you. Thank All you the way much. from uh, Ferndale. Yeah, it was a short drive today. Yeah. It took me like 20 minutes to get here. <laughs> you got to go the back way. <laughs> I went nine miles to Campbell. Oh, yeah, nine miles crazy because price yeah. is on. Yeah. So I took Marshall to Hilton. What is that? What is, are oh. you speaking English to me? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Mar- was... Marshall's like eight and a half mile. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Topher. I guess I'm on the wrong side of DeQuinder, though, right? Wrong side of DeQuinder. <laughs> yeah. The wrong side of life. Yeah. Everything's on the wrong side of DeQuinder, mister. Never take never take the So uh, Axel Brewing, you got your birthday weekend. You got pride going yeah. on right now. Uh, what's going on over there? It's been a naughty week. It's been a really naughty week. So we, uh, we, we Wednesday night we had that uh, free press uh, did their top ten takeover dinners and they did a few scenes. That was a lot of fun. And then uh, last night we had uh, affirmations, uh, who we do a lot of work with in the city, uh, had their Pride kickoff event. And uh, yeah, Pride in Ferndale is tomorrow. And it just uh, coincidentally, uh, that's the day we opened last year. Partly it was because that's when our CFO came through and the liquor license came through like the Thursday before. So. We're, uh, you know, we're celebrating our weekend. Thank God the rain's out and our power came back. <laughs> so we've got, uh, we should be, we should be pretty uh, crazy the next couple of days. We're, we're busting out a lot of 
Perkins and pins of some funky stuff. Um, Any Wolf some, Tone coming back? Uh, we 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 have a little Wolf Tone stash, but um, we're gonna we're gonna hold uh, one six barrel back for our next bottle release, which will happen in about three weeks. Next bottle release of Wolf Tone or next bottle? No, release next period? bottle release is uh, a double oatmeal stout that's been in Four Roses barrels for about eight months, Ooh. and uh, it's called Forward Observer. And uh, we do a similar format, um, 16-ounce bottles, all from the brewery, um, probably about the third week in, in January. We're just uh, timing everything out. So it's sure still a while out. out. We're still talking six months. No, three weeks. Three weeks. You just said January, didn't you? Did I say January? Did, said, I, I thought did I you said not say January? January? I don't think you said can January. Can we rewind the tape? I think we, he says we can't I, rewind I the tape. I think I said June. I don't know. No. We, we need a live... Uh, he said January. <laughs> See? I might have said January. He did say January. That's why I asked. So I had like five hours sleep in the last week. Come on, oh, guys. Give me a break. Sh- you know? Understandable. Understandable. No, no, no. I just wasn't listening. Now, three weeks. <laughs> three weeks. So uh, why four roses barrels? Because uh, five roses was out. Yeah, we... We, we used a fair amount of Buffalo Trace. Uh, we got some Four Roses barrels that were super wet and fresh, dumped. Um, we've been playing. We've also started using a lot of Detroit City Distillery barrels. Okay. Um, and uh, so Adam wanted to play around with those. And the, uh, the name is a bit of a tribute uh, to uh, Adam. He, uh, he, when he was 17, he joined, uh, joined the military and volunteered for, uh, to be a forward artillery observer, which is like the most... Uh, lethal job in the in the military, a combat Whoa. forward observer. And, it's like uh, the guy that gets sneaks behind the lines and tells yep, people what's going on. Yep, and, and yep, and sights. Yeah, it is. And so but we, you get the most combat pay for that one, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> so we kind of laugh about like the fact that you know at seventeen he was volunteering for that and how different his life is now. And I said, you know what? It's also a great name for a for a barrel aged yeah. beer. Um, so uh, so yeah. So we'll have uh, forward observer uh, kegs and we'll do a bottle release and we'll probably. Uh, save the last Wolf Tone six barrel for that. There's a couple in the market right now. I think Holiday had one on last week in their Growler fill. Yeah. And I believe uh, Betty's tap there was a couple days ago, but that's it. Otherwise, we're done. You're done with the Wolf Tone. There's none left in existence. <laughs> Just a six barrel and then maybe something at my house for Ken. Oh, oh. well, that's special. I wasn't even expecting that. Well, you know, it's just how I roll, Ken. Well, thank you. You guys have been very good to us, so, (laughs) you know, I try to reciprocate. Well, we appreciate that. So do you have any events going on for Pride? Like, does does Nine Mile shut down? Like, Pride? Yeah, so tomorrow will be, like, they do a run and parade, and then um, we're a uh, a Pride sponsor, and we did the affirmations kickoff, but we're not, like, a, uh, we're not part of the stage venues or anything, so we're, you know, it, it... Probably, if it's anything like last year, you know, we, we get a mix of people coming out, you know, kind of, kind of drifting off a of nine mile from the madness, and it's and a long drift to get over to you. Yep, yeah, I mean it's almost like fifteen to eighteen minutes on foot. Yeah, that's, that's a hike. <laughs> I mean, it's it's, it's one k. Yeah, it's one k. <laughs> so yeah, we'll have um, you know we're bringing back. We've got some menu specials from our first menu. You guys just tasted one of them and. Uh, we're bringing back a few things that we, we jokingly refer to as too funky too soon uh, from when we first opened. But there's been a lot of people wanting to taste some of those. And, you know, we'll have a few surprises. So um, if you don't mind, I'm sure you don't. You That's a hell of a disclaimer. <laughs> I know. Oh, What's the point of saying if you don't mind? Right. When you're like, yeah, you I won't. saw I saw a, I don't know if it was a Facebook review 
or a Yelp review about you guys, and it was literally the funniest thing I've ever read. And, and your, I think your shit ass parking spaces. Oh wait, is it the one? Oh yeah, the I one I actually, and I can't believe you're a half a mile from Detroit. You don't have security, security in the beer garden, garden and on the street. Yeah, I believe so. It was. They only have seven Sevens? parking spaces because apparently someone took the time to count them. Yep. Oh, well, I mean, counting to seven, let's. <laughs> yeah. That's not that hard. Based, right. on, based on the rest of the review, counting to seven. <laughs> to was be honest, I'm surprised they counted the EV spark parking spot as a parking spot. Yeah, I think we and have then, eight, including that one. And then they don't have secure parking, and it's only a half mile outside of Detroit. Yeah. Now, I think half mile outside of Detroit. Would be a fantastic beer name. Yeah, well. Because you guys are the <laughs> DCFC sponsor. Oh, yeah. And Hamtramck is a half mile outside yeah. of Detroit. Yeah. So I think <laughs> the next soccer beer, maybe just throw some grass in it, you know? Well, put, you know, you know put what? Put a shin guard as a label and say half mile outside of Detroit Pale Ale or something. Well, it's funny because, <laughs> Matt, you, you great minds apparently think alike, but, you know, <laughs> oh, co- coincidentally, um, you guys always get like some random exclusive when when I, when I happen to stop in, but you know uh, it was funny because that that was actually a Yelp review from last summer, and I was going through them, and usually, you know, you'll catch these things, and I'm like, I'm like, whoa, that's an interesting one. I'm like, and I didn't read it carefully, or I wasn't paying attention enough last summer. It was just too busy to keep up, and yeah. and I we had forbid a, you launch a business. We, we've had some other good ones too. I mean, we've had like. You know, we've had the, the straight-up racist ones. We've had a few, like, the weird, like, homophobic ones. And what we found is that, like, on Facebook, someone can check in and make comments. And you can't, like, petition to remove them because they're check-ins. And so you have to mm-hmm. remove all your check-ins. So we were laughing in particular. And that one, I, I literally, I, I, I cut and pasted it and posted it on yeah, my I personal know that page. Yeah. I think because you had... this is, like, too great. It was, like, sometimes, sometimes they inform, you know, sometimes they... Let us know that someone is racist. And, yeah. and we were just laughing about the security. So we were joking. We've got this really big stout, like a you know, eight and a half percent rye stout that's about ready soon. And we were jokingly uh, saying, like, uh, someone was like, what about 8.33? Because technically we're really about a third of a mile north of eight mile. <laughs> and we were joking about it. And then um, it's funny because uh, a lot of the guys, you know, as, as you guess from the Northern Guard supporters from NGS, you know, they get pretty vocal about things. You don't say. Soccer hooligans getting yeah. vocal? Oh, man. So they were all in for an away game. And so they, we've been streaming the away games. And so these guys have come in the tap room. And one of the best quotes, there's this, apparently a, a, a sports writer who just hates those the, the whole club, the whole DCFC thing. And numerous times he's referred to them as – uh, the most insufferable, self-righteous hipsters in all of sport. And so wow. I was joking about, you know. Has he ever been to Wrigley Field? Right, right. Or, or Oracle Arena. Or Philadelphia. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Just the city, not even a sports thing, just Philadelphia. Right. Yeah, so me, me at, you know, it's 11 o'clock. I, I, you know, I came home and, and, and I was watching this feed on Twitter and I'm like, oh, insufferable, self-righteous stout. That's got a nice ring to it. And these guys just go absolutely, you know, bananas. Because what I what ho, what soccer hooligans need more of is high ABV beers. Mm, damn right. Yeah, yeah. No, Why we not? we we uh, last year it was funny because we had they, we didn't expect them to go as far in the playoffs, but they also told us they wouldn't be hosting a semi or a national championship game. So we were trying to plan product accordingly, and I had to order a bunch more city labels. And we we're like, no, we're not going to need them. So for the last couple of games, we were. 
I mean, we were borrowing from other distributors to get them beer. So they end up getting, a, a, you know, 40, 50 cases of Mother Handsome for the last game. And you see these guys with four beers in their hands, all open 16-ounce double IPAs. Oh, and I'm watching them going up the stands. I'm like, man, you are not going to feel fantastic in a couple of hours. <laughs> I would not want to be. Was that the Paris game? No, that was the uh, that was the, the the championship game last year. Okay, because I I watched the because uh, they're streaming on ESPN. Oh, the St. Pauli. Oh, the, the St. Pauli. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, I mean, it was it was amazing. They it was got not clobbered. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. but there were seventy five hundred people there, and I mean, that was that club has got a huge following. The St. Pauli FC. Yeah, they uh they guys they did you guys a little bit dirty. Yeah, I mean they're 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 the punk rock club of the of the Bundesliga. <laughs> and they're uh, they're a pro team, and uh, but not, they yeah, like DCFC not so much. Yeah, yeah, they uh, yeah they came in. Uh, they did like they had events. They did a thing at Third Man. Then they 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 sponsored Rise Against, and they had a Rise Against show Ugh. brought to us by St. Pauli at St. Andrews. And uh, I was bummed because we had uh, we had a bunch of stuff going on that weekend. So you do events. a collab with St. Pauli girl? Uh, no, no. They still make St. Pauli girl. Right? Of course they do. You should yes, make a St. Pauli guy. St. Pauli guy for FC? No, yeah. just for for Pride Week next year. I like that. I haven't gotten any. I haven't gotten any cease and desist or trademark infringement letters. I kind of need one. I feel like I'm not doing. I was going to say you're not yeah, doing your, your job your, if you don't your, have one. Your names are punny, but they're not really on the nose. Like, yeah, I'm not trying. I'm not like le- legitimately stealing anybody's trademarks, right? Or, or even like tra- like breaking bud. Like, you yeah. know, you're not you're not trying right. to even be punny like that. Like, you obviously no. had uh, stable genius, and uh, yeah, we have some fun. But I also <clears throat> you know, sometimes the punny ones give me a rash. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you you again, you don't go after it, and then you're also. I, I don't think. I mean, you well, I would say you don't have distro, but that hasn't stopped other breweries from getting C and D's all the time. Um, yeah, and our distribution beers are all. Yeah, well, you know what? We distribute a lot of draft now from the tap room. So, but most of our distribution beers right now, it's Mother Handsome, Long Cut, and City. Yeah. So, how is uh, Detroit City doing this day, this day and age? You know, they... you know what the you know the team is as this has been a tougher season, but for us it's been uh, unbelievable. I mean, the relationship is uh, you know they're selling a lot of beer in the stadium. They've made some improvements, kind of to the infrastructure. They're going to have vendors in the stands, um, and uh, it, we've also we've seen like a really really passionate connection with that group of fans. Mm-hmm. Um, they're coming out for our events. They're streaming. We're, we're streaming away games, and they're coming in, and they're kind of bringing their flavor of, of enthusiasm, shall we say? And it's great because there'll be a lot of people in the tap room who don't even know we have a soccer team. So um, the attendance has been fantastic. Um, you know, for us, it's been really good. I mean that 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 group is they will. I mean they they are like maniacs on Twitter. <laughs> I mean they will like. They support everything. They shout nasty stuff down, and they're they're pretty funny. And they definitely they show up. I mean, we did the official like a watch party for a Wednesday night game in Cincinnati, part of the Open Cup. Like eighty people, you know, full gear in the tap room, and they went into overtime, you know, and then it went into another overtime. So they're for they're there for five hours, you know, and it's they're they're also you know they're they're hooligan kind of fun but they're super respectful right there's no like smoke bombs going off in the tap room or, <laughs> that is a positive right. which i was happy about right you know. now did it did it did it i did guess it, did, did it, it <laughs> I, I loved it it's all right <laughs> did it did it did it uh were you worried about the possibility of the undercutting of the mls 
and their expansions that were going on and the potential that there was going to be a Detroit team? You know, it, it's it's interesting because, you know, I, I watch it fairly closely. I mean, I've, I've been kind of around the game for a real long time. I, I worked about ninety eight, you know, I actually worked on a magazine launch that was in the in the soccer space. So the, some of the same people at MLS that we were working with are still there. Um, I think it's it, it. I didn't feel like uh, I felt like it was a lot to do with the jail site, you know. And there seemed to be a reasonable amount of enthusiasm around it. But I think from what I'm hearing now, definitely um, is that you know MLS has got a lot of other options right now. And I think they like the idea of that jail site. I think they've also showed that, like, 20,000-seat soccer-specific open-air stadiums, mm-hmm. you know, do well for them. So I think when the whole thing switched to Ford Field, I think MLS was like, nah, it's not interesting. Right. It is a little weird because, I mean, that, that Northern Guard, that grassroots supporter, I mean, they're really strongly, like, adamant that they are not going to support an MLS team. And uh, so I think what probably would be critical is if there's a real appetite for ownership, they need to find a way to to either engage that ownership on a pretty meaningful level. Because mm-hmm. um, what's happened, I think in Cincinnati, they've had a similar grassroots MPSL team. Yeah. And that same owner is the guy who pitched the MLS bid. So there's a consistency in the fan right. base as opposed to an either or. Because i got to tell you, I mean, 7,500 people like going nuts at these games for a team where the guys don't get paid. Um, it, you can't. I mean, that's no joke. Right. And... It you know some MLS franchises would love that core right. I mean that's just I guess, in, I guess in this situation it sounds like you're you're trying to get uh, you know Bernie supporters to support Hillary, but you know the, we're not going to go into politics. You know, but that's that's interesting. You say <laughs> well, that. last time we went into politics when he was on the show. We, yeah, uh, welcome. Thank you. I don't know if we told you we got an email after uh, the last time you were on the show. Oh, fantastic! So <laughs> see, I haven't got any season assist, but I love that. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that happens. That's yeah. all right. It's, it's one of those. Well, obviously, you know, we we try to keep a. a a free zone of politics and religion and stuff like that. But one of the things is, is that you just showed up and you're launching a beer called Very Stable Genius. It was kind of hard to not talk about that yeah. and not be journalistic about it. Like, oh, hey, let's not talk about this giant. You know, it was a happenstance, too. You were already scheduled to come in. Oh, yeah. No. And we, you know, I mean, come on. If I can get if I can get called Snowflake Queen on a bunch of websites and comment sections. That, that I think like I'm just going to start calling you that from now on. Yeah. That should, that sounds like, like a, a winter warmer, too. A gr- exactly. A, a great winter beer. <laughs> we're doing a collaboration <laughs> with uh, Sellerman's. The It'll Snowflake, called Snowflake Queen. Queen. I think it'd be fantastic. You get, <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe put, yeah, I think that, that, that'd be a great winter it, warmer beer. It makes my job a lot easier when people want to hate us. Right. It's just like. Well, they always say, like, you know, um, any advertising is free advertising and good advertising. Because you look at what happened down in Asheville when Wicked Weed sold out and you had that immediate backlash and then nobody gave a shit. Right. (laughs) And now people know who Wicked Weed is because it's been in the news and they decide to stop. And they're going to go to Wicked Weed before they go to, uh, I think, Green Man's down there or White Labs or any of the other breweries. So, I mean, it's it's one of those things to where... It's it's good for you guys. I right. like that that there's like a meme out there that um, that showed um, a bunch of people uh, who were like had like boycott wicked weed shirts on who were in line for tickets for a Bourbon County Stout release. <laughs> <laughs> you know, wait, is that a real thing? Yeah, there was something out there on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, you know, right. and it was like Searching. kind of like a, it was like I don't think it's real people. I think there was like a cartoon thing or some meme someone created. It's pretty funny. Well, look at like. Um, <clears throat> You know, the company, uh, 
in the Carolinas that um, inspired brewing or whatever that won that big lawsuit. Oh yeah, the one that, it's, it's that, by Asheville me, inspiration. Didn't lose the lawsuit. They won the one that Bell sued. You know, for using the word inspiration. Um, that was, I mean, that that obviously helped put them on the map. And obviously, that that David and Goliath thing with you know with Larry Bell trying to crush a small brewery got some big investor out to support them, and I imagine they're doing very well as a result. Yeah, that's uh, we again we had it, and I still need to actually go through the interview and type it up because there's no way I'm going to get the audio. But we had um, the craft beer trademark lawyer. So there's mm-hmm. actually a lawyer who works really well in regards to craft beer trademarks, protecting mm-hmm. your investment as well as you know, hey, what should you do when this happens? Yep. Um, so he did a big piece on the Breaking Bud. He did a big piece when I'm trying to think of what was the big thing that just happened. Oh, um, is it the Stone? Uh, yeah, the, the stone, stone versus Miller Coors. That's a big... So he, like, he was on one of those, you know, you see those Twitter tirades where, like, you know, one of the 1,000 websites cover the Twitter tirade and go photo to photo to photo. Yep. of the, And he got covered, and that's how, like, a lot of people, that's how I found out about him, too. And he went over, like, you know, this is what happened. This is, you know, you know legal case like right this is how they feel this is what they're going to go after this is what Mil- miller cords is going to come back with this is what uh you know stone's going to come back mm-hmm. with to miller cords because at the time i talked to him i think stone had just countersued uh Ooh. um miller cords because stone was the one that threw the first stone right Pun <laughs> it's uh i tell you it's it's not it, you know it's not cheap but um it's a critical part of what we do i mean we um we filed for trademarks um early on um, there's some things that, you know, end up being, if you have a good lawyer, they'll say, well, that's in the public domain. There's already a pre-registration. You may be able to establish use, which is also something I didn't know before getting into it, that <clears throat> even if someone were to apply for a trademark in your same space, if you've shown, if you've demonstrated use um, for a longer period of time and familiarity, they're going to have a really hard time trademarking that. Well, that's what the Bell's case was against Inspiration. Right. That was what they were trying to say. But, yeah, it just didn't play because it was on a bumper sticker. But there's there's also the, the case law, and this is something I learned, and it's a kind of great thing that I want to forward to you guys, is that when you can't, even if it's not in the same space, right. if it's a recognizable name... Um, you can't use it to attempt to sell. So, for instance, like Axel can't make the Nike store, like Nike Stout, because right. Nike is such a huge name in the like the, the, the public domain. Right. That right. even though Nike has nothing to do with brewing, if you said Nike Stout, right, it right. would actually look like you're trying to make a stout with Nike, or you're you know making yeah. you know, <laughs> a right. sneakers infused stout, a yeah. sneaker stout, or just do it. <laughs> yeah, but that's I mean, that's that's where, you know, you could probably get a little bit more because you're not just do it might be their catchphrase, but it might not be. Too, I, I, again, it would be you have to go through the, it, the ringer. It's a, it's a pretty fascinating area. And I think in the craft brewing area, it's kind of become almost like bands, you know, um, where where you that you see these bands named with like V's and vowels and, yeah. and no consonants numbers. and numbers, Churches. you know, because it's it, the uh, what's what's that guy's name? Um, the Morgan Freeman Seven. Yeah, yeah, it's the Seven Band. Yeah, it's like it's like the new. Uh, you know, for a while there can only you could only have one name in the Screen Actors Guild. That's why we have all the like yeah. Mike Paul Gosseler or the three <laughs> name people. So we were talking right. about Zach Morris earlier. Yeah, I don't know we if you were. noticed the. Uh, the beer that we have right here from Funky Buddha, the oh I'm so God. excited, I'm so scared. Oh my God! <laughs> Saved by the Bell reference. <laughs> nice, nice. We so just, we'll be we'll be cracking that open in segment three. That was synergistic, but yeah. So now, like in the beer space, I think that's why you're seeing more like you know, shorter names, code names, numbers. Um, but ultimately, you, you, I mean, you go on Untapped, and, and there's like 
you know, there might be 50 of the same beer name. I think it's a matter of, like, where people are operating, what the established use is. Uh, more often than not, a cease and desist is, is what you'll need. I think we're just – I try to be fairly cautious that, you know, we're not, like, tripping on any use. You know, once in a while there'll be something, okay, there's three home brewers calling something something similar, and I don't really worry about that. I mean, is, is it possible – and I know this this has kind of become the trend with Evil Twin, but could it be possible that breweries now start making their their beer names full sentences? I mean, there's like a Fall lot Out of it Boy out there. songs, <laughs> Panic at the Disco. or Panic at the Disco. There you go. I think that's what right. I was more trying to go for. Is there a difference? Not really. No, I, no. I don't know. Eyeliner, no. maybe. Oh or man, my, my stepdaughter. One's black, one's blue. Dude, yeah. my, hey, my, my seven year old was watching NFL highlight videos on the iPad. Are we he, talking like Steve Sable? Like. In the frozen dun, 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 No, no. Dun, 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 These are more like the ESPN highlight videos where they play the Fallout Boy. Oh, so yeah. I've spent, you know, six years trying to make sure this kid had like Well that was that stakes. was the Madden song and for two thousand eight. Believer. Oh, oh if I hear that like dun, 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 I'm like, oh, oh good lord. God, no. Yeah, uh-uh. yeah. The um, Madden, I, I, it was either 2008 or I think maybe 2006 was Fallout Boy, uh, like Dance Dance or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. No. Because when I think of football, I think of yeah, screamo, screamo. Well, it was so weird because I would hear the song all the goddamn time, and it was you only Madden be- flashbacks. Um, well, it was the last Madden that came out for PC. Yes, mm-hmm. I played Madden on the PC. What are you like, 105? Uh, it was Madden 2006, so that was the last time uh, Madden came out. Dude, on the, the PC. last the last like game that I played was like Nintendo Super Mario Brothers in like 1988. <laughs> I'm the only. I have no gaming system. We've had never had one in our house. I was gonna say I didn't know too many people who gamed in their 40s. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just, I, I, I just, wait, I wasn't in my 40s in the 80s. All right, are you sure? Well, I feel like Rob? it. I feel like it these days. Say, I just played Excite Bike. Shit, yeah, I'm older than him. I'm gonna be 50 in October. I was Rob, gonna say, Rob was 55 October's ago. <laughs> the fuck? I was gonna well, say I can't. Don't let the gray uh, hair fool you. Dude, that's, I got him, so, dude, so that's got the thing is, is that I got I got my beard shaved today. I got my hair cut. Uh, the few that are up there, I got them cut. Mm-hmm. And I Did look down and price? I just see all this gray and white that's oh, been yeah. hidden from my like my beard. I'm like. Where did these come from? That's not my my hair. Oh yeah. I looked in the I looked in the mirror this, this week and I've got gray dots in the center of my eyebrows oh. and they're growing outward. So I'm going to have this blonde You got to do the just for men brush no, for you. No, hell no. I'm going to have this blonde mop on top and these gray brows and it's just going to be <laughs> and I've already got it, white walls you coming just over like uh, by the lake right on the east yeah, side. Yeah, I mean it is. You might as get those like those creepers right off, you know, like those you know, sailor no, eyebrows. What, what I need just, is a, what I need is a boat. Because yeah. uh, gray hair and boats just are yeah. everything you need. It you can just change your hair color like uh, Milo Yiannopoulos and just go like platinum blonde, like what white. I, if anything, I'm gonna go straight gray. I'm gonna I'm gonna dye my hair gray like that dude from uh, Mad Men. I don't I don't remember he John Ham. Not John Ham. No, John Slattery. Yes. Well, I got the John right. Yeah, although I just just don't only know. I'm John just gonna Hamm. go straight right. gray tomorrow. And just accept my elderly status. He's my good career idol. Don't do that shit. <laughs> I was going to say straight gray tomorrow. That could be another beer name. Straight gray tomorrow. Straight gray tomorrow. Gray tomorrow. Make it an old, a, like an old, <laughs> straight, st- an old no, ale. No, an straight old today ale. gay tomorrow. 
Straight gay. Well, straight I mean, gay. yeah, you can make straight, straight gray tomorrow, and then for pride, straight gay tomorrow. Perfect. Yeah. There you go. See, now we can sell per- it. Perfect. We can right. sell it the same beer, two different names. You get two different check-ins on Untapped. But but if the beer, let's just say the beer was then aged in rye whiskey barrels, that's where you explain where the R goes in there. Oh. When, when, the R in parentheses. <laughs> it's a deep articulation. Yeah. Straight. We're going way too Ray. too deep, like <laughs> just just for a beer name. Yes, Matt. I don't know if I should say <laughs> what I'm going to say, so I'm just going to mute myself. All right. Well, I mean, you know, whatever it was all it these was beer names. Racist. We might want to uh, head over to North Center Brewing over in Northville, Michigan, and uh, tell oh, yeah. Kevin some of these beer names. Maybe he might want to pick up some of the the beer names that don't get used over there. It's uh, North Center Road over on. Uh, or North Center Road, Northville, Michigan, just south of Baseline. Go check them out. Full food program over there now. Uh, great beer. Always have great beer over there. Full shuffleboard. Mm-hmm. When does Solo. Ultraviolet Number 2 come out? Um, they're actually, they've already made it again, I think. They have, uh, a, they, have thinking, a, they have a kitchen over there now? They do have a kitchen over there now. Cool. i got to check it out. My parents um, live over there. But yeah, they did uh, remake Ultraviolet. That was the alt beer that I made. Did they change it though a little bit? Um, well, they made it on a full system, and they didn't have the, the error that we did where the wart got clogged. When we were trying to, you know, um, stuck mash. Yeah, we we, we definitely had a stu- stuck mash and <laughs> had to fix it. So obviously, it's going to taste a little different. But he wanted to do a, do a few different things to ultraviolet. So have you he, tried it yet? I have not yet. But uh, I, I don't I don't know if I want to because I don't I mean, want it to be better. And then I'm gonna like oh. But but if it's worse, then you have to tell him to change the name because you don't want you to be associated with this. I don't know if I could do that to him. He's too good. He actually makes really good beer over there. And I think now now that he's been full-time over there and Cody's doing a great job over there, that beer has just been on point. Like, it, it's such a turnaround when you can do a full-on, like, you can put your entire life into it and you're not working anywhere else. So, like, he went from good beer, like, high good beer to amazing beer and just the turn of a dime. Do they uh, distribute? Uh, they do distribute to bars, but no canning or bottling or anything like so that. So, do they go far like to Washington, Michigan at uh, 26 and Van Nuys? They where do you would not. Get to Brown Iron Brew House? Uh, yeah, Brown Iron Brew House is definitely uh, going to have a lot of beer over there. Sure, they got Axel over there. I think they got it. Did they get a keg of Wolf Tone over there? Uh, we, you know what, we were, uh, we had a lot of beer with them, but we right now don't have a distribution in Macomb. Mm, so, you got so, a self distro there. Yeah, once he told me where he lived, we kind of cut Macomb out of the distribution mix now. Well, that's, that's fair. Well, the, to be honest, no, we, we Macomb's can't. a very desolate area for craft beer. It, you know what? It, we were in Macomb initially, and to be honest with you, it was like we wanted to be in about 50 accounts, and our wholesaler wanted to have us in 250. And you know what? Having, like, uh, you know, being out on, you know, I can't think of mile, 10 bars yeah, it's, in Macomb. I can, I can do this. No, ten, 10 craft beer bars. I can do this. 10 craft. We're, we're getting a lot of grief right now from people like in St. Clair Shores because like Howlers and Growlers have had. That's Wayne County though. Yeah, but that's Wayne. So like Howlers and Growlers in the tap room, we've had a lot of presence over there, but then like someone's a mile away and they're like, why aren't we getting your beer in St. Clair Shores? You want 10? All right. Besides Brown Iron? Besides Brown Iron. So okay. that's one. Um, Shores Inn. Shores Inn's two. Um, Boston's. Whiskey Place no. over in St. Clair Shores. What's Wh- that called? There isn't a whiskey place. Isn't there like oh, a- G. Willie's. G. Willie's in St. Clair Shores. Okay. Um, you've got Brownies. Uh, Brownies is on the lake. So okay, I, th- I think we're Jack's definitely. I think it's Wayne County as well. Jack's Frosty. But you've got Younger's Irish Tavern in Romeo. Jobby Nooner. You've got Jobby Nooner. Steinies at 26 and, and Shelby and Macomb. You've got Casbar. Oh, I just lost my microphone. 
Caspar or Muldoon's rather, the one right across from Drew Johnson. That Field. is not a craft beer bar. But Just because supports. they have craft beer does not mean they're. But it would support beer. a craft beer. What of that? Uh, what about that place at 212 Mile in Moravian Plank? 212 miles? <laughs> Moravian Plank. Moravian Plank. Romeo that. Plank? <laughs> That's called Canada? I'm a West Sider. You can tell I have very little knowledge to the other side of Van Dyke. <laughs> it sounds like Dan. Anything north of 14 miles just doesn't exist you know these what we should days. Do? I, I'd love to get oh, Dan. Dan and, me. I'd like to get Dan Riley and, and Dan Big Machine in a room and do... Um, I know Macomb County, and just give them questions <laughs> we would and die. see who does we worse. Would, we would oh, like such there. basic Macomb County trivia. Yeah, I would die. I like, would be uh, what is the mile road north of 19 called? Um, 19 and a half. 20? Is there 20? <laughs> Hall Road. <laughs> I know how to get to Blake's. I've been out there. The Mule Foot. I've gotten to the Mule Foot. That, oh, that's, not, that's not Macomb, though. That's, uh, what is the highest mile road in Macomb County? Uh, is it that trail sometimes? Right? No, what, no, what is the number, the highest number? Uh, I'm going to go, I'm gonna go uh, 42. No, it's got to be like 31. No, it's 38 mile. Ah, it was in the 30s. Um, yeah. <laughs> you were on the wrong side of that one. <laughs> uh, yeah. How about this? Spell DeQuinter. Um, <laughs> well, DeQuinter gets the ham tramic. It's more it splits. I'm, I'm right. D-E- <laughs> I Q U no. wrong. There you go. <laughs> the one time the bell is actually appropriate. Man, when I was growing when I was growing up, we thought like six mile and Conant where the buddies was, we were going to the east side. Okay. What wow. is yeah. what is the one what is the one municipality in Macomb County that has a two four eight area code? Um oh, I don't even know this. Think about that. St. Clair Shores. No, uh, Shelby Township. Oh, well, Shelby here, does have a two here's, here's an, That's he, weird because that's why north of Utica. Even, wait, Saint Clair Shores three one three, right? No, we're five eight six. Five eight six. That's um, Actually, here's a great question for all of you. Oh, okay. There is a fourth major area code in Metro Detroit besides three one three, five eight six, and two four eight. Seven three four. Um, no, in in uh, but, okay. So say, a, yeah, you better throw a fifth because then so there's a fifth then. Eight one zero. No, that's that's Genesee County. It used to be here, though. It used to be, yeah. Yeah, before yeah. there was five eight six, though. Is it? There's a new area code in this seven, general nine seven nine seven four nine seven four. Is that like <clears throat> you mean nine four seven? As I looked it That's up, for eight, yeah, nine four seven ten thousand square foot new constructions at twenty thirty mile and Moravian Plank. Yep, nine four seven is the new zip co- or area code nice. in Detroit. So so the question is Livonia, Northville, Wayne County. So I guess what I'm saying, Ken, is we don't have distribution in Macomb County right now. <laughs> and we can't self distribute because if we have a distributor anywhere in the state, you can't self distribute. So the question is does Ludacris have a hoe in that area code? <laughs> it's still a new area code. He's gotta work on that. He's gotta work on it. Right. Um I don't know if Chris Bridges even knows about the nine foe. Oh, is, is, is that his real name? Yeah, it is his, his real name. name. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. Well, uh, with that cut, um, we are going to be right back. Better on draft chop, podcast. Chop. We are back. Better on draft podcast one thirty three. Axel Brewing in the house. Me, Matt, and or excuse me, me and Rob. Where's Matt. the what's Danny? What's over there? Uh, what do we got? Oh, Farmdale. It's a uh, 
Uh, yeah, fear to guard with currents about seven point nine. Jesus Christ! Yeah. So I'm gonna sleep at the studio tonight. <laughs> yeah, I um I've been holding on to the though I'm so excited I'm so scared for a hot minute. I've so, got it. It's so nice that's, and toasty. that's why I haven't even drank it yet. But I'm like we're we're opening it today, so uh, you guys can pass that around. So, do you have anything like like other than like Ferndale Pride? Obviously, is this weekend. Is there anything mm-hmm. else coming up in regards to big events or? Yeah, we uh, we'll have like I said, we'll have the the next Livernois Barrel Project release will be happening uh, two or three weeks, uh, probably closer to weekend of the twentieth, um, and uh, we'll have uh, another couple of beer dinners we're announcing, and we're starting to talk about some collaborations uh, with some different folks as well. So, I mean, summertime for us has been you know. It just because the way our space is set up. Oh, this is I really mean, good. Literally, it's like 40 percent, you know, traffic. Boom, nice day with the with the patio happening. Mm-hmm. We're actually looking at. We had a guy who uh, works for us at Barback, but also is a really phenomenal soul music uh, DJ. And so we had him spinning last night. So we may pull that into our Sunday afternoon. Soul music. Yeah, we play a lot of like old school, like vintage soul and funk on Curtis Sundays. Mayfield. And oh yeah, Curtis Mayfield. And oh, a lot of soul samples. Otis Redding. Fuck you, about Gay? Curtis Mayfield. Yeah. Oh, dude, come on. Come on. Come on. You regularly hear. I mean, he ain't. A, that's man. the thing. You would keep making these jokes about how old I'm I am. Mother, I'm your daddy. I'm the in the alley. <laughs> <laughs> what you need? Push so get some. Yeah, Matt's gonna get muted for a minute for you that. You know what, Matt? Matt? Matt will be welcome on Soul Sundays at oh, Axel yeah. Brewing Company. The, like, uh, Oprah Soul ass Sunday. Yeah, right. And that won't be Oprah Soul Sunday. <laughs> wait, wait. A, very, very impressive. You know, pick a pick a song straight out of Superfly, the original which, Superfly. Which they're relaunching. They're yeah. re- rebooting that movie. Yeah. Oh, I'm that, so excited. That, 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 one more thing. You I'm so scared. Know, we might have an event the weekend of the Brewers Guild Summer Festival. The, the weekend of the summer festival, maybe, maybe, like as it's happening, maybe. maybe. Are you are you going to the summer festival I don't too? Know. I don't know. I don't know. We're we're actually debating it. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Oh, what what is that something bringing... I can press further? Or I mean, you know what? We're just uh, you know we love the for Easter markets. Great for us. Um, that know. would be the fall. So yeah, we love the fall. Um, you know, we're, we're debating. Uh, we we've thought about you know keeping it. Really simple to a couple of beers, um, something really allocated um, so we can sell out during the VIP and then go home, as several <laughs> people have started to do. Um, but I don't know. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's been, I think there's a lot of frustration with the increasing number of breweries there. And um, it, it is hard when you put out a lot of, like, beers that, are, that aren't, you know, basically, you know, barrel-aged beers, sours, or New England IPAs. Um, so percent yeah we've debated we we right now don't have distribution um, in the Ann Arbor area and we've got a lot of other shit going on we've got uh, this weekend for instance we got our anniversary going on but we're sponsoring the River Scene Music Festival which is an indie music festival in Bay City and so we've got that going on for three nights we've got some other commitments in Detroit so I struggle a little bit sometimes with the fest in that there's so many breweries present. And is our the overhead, the time, the labor we put into it, is it better served doing something with one or two other people? So, Well, you're the big fish in a smaller pond versus being... Absolutely, absolutely. Because it makes sense. Like, craft beer, you need to be grassroots to be uh, relevant, maybe? Right. So finding those one-offs, just like having that one-off beer gets you Mm -hmm. on the map, going to those one-off festivals and being the craft Mm -hmm. beer of that. Yep. 
You know, it's PBR and Axel Brewing Company. Yeah, so. that's like that's what River Scene is. It, and so, and then we're doing something with Focus Hope. It's their, you know, it's their fiftieth uh, anniversary. So we're doing an event um, with them called Focus Hops, and it'll be down at Eastern Market. And it's, I mean, we kind of help put the list together. But Eastern Market's going to be there. I'm, Homes may be there. I'm not sure if they've confirmed. Us and Sellermans. And it, I mean, it's just you know, we're we're trying to get Urban Rest. They've you know, they, now they've got some new gear and they've got a new upright mash ton. So they, their volume's going to go up. So they'll be able to do a few more of these things. That makes sense. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I think you should do something big. Um, maybe uh, for, for the Summerfest, just an idea. Um, because obviously there are people who will be absent from the uh, Brewers Guild Festival, like mm-hmm. Bee Nectar. Yeah. Sellerman's. Yeah. Um, and I know like B Nectar's got B Nectar, a Palooza, whatever the whatever it is. It's it's got one of those types of names like B. I think it is B Nectar Palooza. B Nectar yep. Mania or And we did we've actually we um Shrams for that same day, that National Mead Day. Um so Shrams is doing uh, a big event um on that same day the B Nectar is and us Voyager, Grey Ghost and Doug's Delight are partnering with them and doing food um at the Shrams uh Mead Day release. Um, and I, I've talked about actually curating, um, as weird as it sounds, a bit of a cider fest um, on Livernois. If they weren't doing construction this summer, uh, I think that we'd be. I mean, it'd be the best time because it's already shut down. So actually, yeah. <laughs> and they're not working on the weekend. There we go. Matt, you are a genius. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm gonna mute you, Dan, for that comment. <laughs> oh. wow. And give him a big head. All right, yeah, so I love that. I'm gonna I, before I get into my my fun questions. Yes, I have two major announcements. You're pregnant. He's going gonna to be, be a, a soccer player. player. <laughs> can play for DCFC. <laughs> I'm hoping for FC St. Paul the way they bent them over. Yeah. But anyways, well, for, number first one. of all, did you see what they uh, DCFC did to FC Indiana? No, mm. Is there such thing? Uh, yes, yeah. and the score. But, so DCFC again? Yeah, they're the one, they, they're the ones who, they beat eleven nothing, right? Yes, they're the yeah, ones they're, that they're, they're, they're at keyword tonight. Yeah, they, they they won a soccer game eleven to nothing. So why did they even come back? I would have <laughs> stayed schedule. I would stay home. So two things. First of all, tomorrow is the Williamson International Festival of Loggers. Wiffle. It is. Wiffle. Wiffle. Dot beer. Um, the Wiffle Ball bet. So, uh, as the Beastie Boys once said. <laughs> nice. So this is your last chance if you're listening to this on Friday or early Saturday morning to go to wiffle.beer, W-I-F-O-L.beer or oldnation.com. And get tickets for the Williamston International Festival of Loggers featuring over 30 breweries with their prize loggers. Tickets will also be available at the door for $35. But if you go online and use promo code SHUTUPMATTBUSH or SHUTUPMARGLOGITS, you get $5 off, which we will then go to weekend survival packs, uh, which helps kids who can't get food. Kids. Um, kids. Kits. Kits. Weekend, survival, weekend kits. survival kits, which helps children who can't get food during the... Uh, weekend because they depend on school hot lunch to be fed. It helps them get food. And for every donation, I think they said they feed a kid for six months. Uh, I, I don't remember the a, donation. A strong period itself. of time. Yes. But it definitely makes a, a difference in local communities, both in the Williamson area, the Wayne County area. And it's just, a, in general, a great, great thing. Now, a terrible, terrible thing is it is Josh Gordon's birthday this week. Josh Gordon of Outside Josh. Ales. Flash Gordon. Ah. Gordon. So big shout out to Josh Gordon over at Outside Ales. If you see that man, um, please gently stroke his beard. Pull it, if you will. 
Um, tell him I said happy birthday, and he will buy you a either a fruitsicle of your choice or a or beer. Or punch mean. you in the face. So yeah, tell him that I told beard. you to gently caress his beard, and he will buy you a beer. He will probably find me and fight me for telling you that, but he is a man of of many many crafts, and he will live up to my obligations to him. So, <laughs> that being said, I have some questions for the for wow. the few of you. Um. So for those of you who don't know, who don't follow sports, the Detroit Tigers have been the international men of mystery as they have been playing with I mean, nobodies for the better part of the last three months. This, this is like the, the living embodiment of Major League. It is. Yeah. So what I have are 10 names of oh, players. Oh, Jesus. And I want you to oh, tell me which one is a Tiger and which one is not a Tiger. So when we went to opening day over at, at Water in the Park, me and Rob were like, who? Who? <laughs> right. Well, you know what we're going to do? Who? We're going to do a lot of this. So question number one, who is currently pitching? Who is currently coming out of the bullpen for the Tigers? Right. Is it Artie Lewicki or Artie Sakarian? Sakarian. I'm going to go with Lewicki. Rob, break the tie. I'm going to go with Sakarian. Artie Sakarian is a chef on the Food Network (laughs) 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 who hosts Artie's Party, a current show about Indian cuisine. Uh, You are 0 for 1. Well, I mean. And I'm 1 for. Yeah. (laughs) 1 and 1 for. Yeah, so. Let the guest. Who is currently. Helping out in the outfield. Is it Victor Reyes or Victor Spoyetzels? What the hell is Spoyetzels? I mean, that's Reyes for sure. <laughs> that's racist. It's Reyes. It's not racist. It just sounds like a pretzel with spicy mustard. <laughs> What's the names again? Reyes so, and Victor Reyes, Reyes or Victor Spoyels? Was the question who's feather bowling at Kaju Cafe? Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Reyes. Uh, Reyes. Okay, good, good, because I wrote Victor Spoils as Victor goes to Spoils. So, mm. oh, right. oh my God! <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Who is currently playing third base from time to time? I gotta turn you down a little. Is it Kyle Kuzma or Pete Cosma? <laughs> <laughs> Both of these are actually professional athletes. Both so of which these one is are a tiger? Professional athlete. Kyle Kuzma or Pete Cosma? Cosma or Kuzma? One is a Laker, one is a Tiger. <laughs> I have no idea. Can you tell me which one is... Wait, wait. <laughs> well, yes, yeah. if he tells you which yeah, one no, is if, t- if he tells me which one starts with a K, then I know which one. They think I know both start with Ks. Oh, son of a mother. But Kyle also starts with a K. Yeah, no. <laughs> Nation of Origin, I don't know. Nation of I'm going with Kyle. Kyle <laughs> Kuzma? Kuzma or... Cosma. Cosma. Kuzma. Cosma. Okay, Kyle Kuzma is a point guard for the L.A. Lakers. God damn it. <laughs> Pete Kuzma is a Detroit Tigers third baseman. All right. Our backup catcher for the Detroit Tigers <laughs> is either named Grayson Griner or Victor Martinez. Or, wait, Grayson Griner? Or Britt Griner. Brit- Which waspy name is backing yeah. up our backstop? Is it Grayson Griner or Britt Griner? I don't think those are waspy names. I think those are like... <laughs> I don't even think those are... Those are people they're too, not tired. to have kids. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that is the most like uppity name is either Britt or, or Grayson. Like Brit I'm going to go with Grayson. So Grayson Griner, do you agree or are you going with Gr- Britt Griner or Gr- 
I'm going to disagree just because for some reason I'm really bad at this. Game. No, it's just when I think Grayson, I, I think of the uh, the Duke basketball player who plays like shit and trips everybody. Grayson Allen, you're thinking? Yeah, of. I'm going to go with Bruce Wayne. <laughs> All right. So Britt Griner is a center for the Phoenix Mercury in the WNBA. So Grayson Griner is the back up backstop. Oh my god! Wow. Now recently hell? called up from whatever. Underworld of minor league baseball team, the Tigers. The USF, or I was US, say USFL, but the, yeah. Actually, this guy was Come probably on. pulled from the stand sitting next to Nick at the USPBL last week. Tim Tebow? Is it, who is, who is coming out of the bullpen? Is his name Johnny Bones or Johnny Barbato? <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce it. Is, is it uh, well, Johnny Bones just sounds like somebody who just shoots dice in the alley. So, so <laughs> I, I hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Great card. Shake him up, shake him up, shake him. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. For, seven, for, for, I'm basing everything on what you've said so far. Okay. And Johnny or John Bones Jones is a UFC right. fighter, so I'm going with the other one. Is okay. it Jahani? Like uh, they are both spelled J O H N N Y. Oh, okay. Yeah, not yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with the non-bones. Yeah, one. I'm gonna go with the non-bones. You know, seven little. Watch, you're gonna have a whole different reason why you picked Johnny Bones. Honestly, no bones all the way around. Okay, right. I honestly couldn't think of another bead last name, so I just throw us on fuck it, red bones. So seven even back. Here I am overthinking it. So He's just like I just. You guys know. first picked a Food Network star, then you got it correct. Then you guys picked a Laker. Then you picked a center in the women's NBA, and then you finally got it correct on the pitcher. So great job all around. You guys deserve a medal of slight ineptitude for the Well, I mean, we, we got about 50% out of 50-50. Hashtag rebuilding year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not rebuilding. I mean, aren't they still uh, oh. contending for first They're in like the division? five games out of 500. Yeah. They're they're if they win today they'll be three games out of five hundred as I'm looking at the score right now. Sad state of affairs. Ah, the power's out in my house again. Oh no, it's unbelievable. You know what? It is fucking unbelievable. Can I tell you? I can't remember the last time in Macomb County I lost power. I mean, there's something special about Macomb and power. Hey. Oh, the DTE people live there, apparently. I was going to say, I don't think, I can't even tell you the last time I lost power at my apartment. We've lost we've lost power at my house like three or four times in the last like three months. And at the brewery, we've lost power three times in the last like five weeks. Jeez. Once for three days over a 75 degree weekend, three weeks. Actually, oh. I can't remember the last time I lost power. I lost power March 2nd of 2017 because lightning struck my tree and the tree knocked, pulled the riser off my house. And the subsequent power cord. So that was the only time I've lost power in oh, like. Oh man! Now when? What when about the, maybe in two thousand three? Did you lose power in two thousand three? You know, six when everybody lost power. No, it was oh three. Oh three. It was oh three. I was in high school. The, the still. August. 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 I was, yeah. I was uh, August of oh six. August I, of oh three. August of oh three. Car, car, house lock. I was driving. Yeah. I was trying to drive home from work from Troy to Allen Park. One of my friends was, ran out of yeah. gas in front of my house and stayed for like four days. I remember oh, this. I, uh, I was, I was at, and I lived a block off of Woodward. I was at you Kings mother, Island that weekend. You mother handsomes. Yeah. Oh, look yeah, at we, you. We Damn, know. snap. We had to live through that shit. Now, when, when the brewery goes out, and, and cool. I, I remember I, I saw it actually happen to, there was a, a plumbing issue that happened to Farmington Brewing. Yeah. And they were, they, they basically couldn't run for three power. days. 
It's yeah, it is a different <laughs> kind of power. You need Mr. Fusion for that one. I got the power. Um, but it's like what what's the protocol for having you know, you have to deal with you know, not having the power. Obviously you're not making any money, right. you know, you, you get back and it's I mean, what is what exactly does that feel so like? So there's a there's I'm a always cu- curious there's a, like a couple different variables. So the um, you know because we're operating you know a fairly large you know restaurant and service operation. We've got all of our manufacturing is at Livernoy now from a, a brewing standpoint yeah. too. So we don't brew any. We haven't brewed anything at the old place for like eight months. Um, we actually sold off most of that gear, um, and it's mostly empty. So we so we're there. Um, the last one was that uh, we had that w- weird windstorm that came through, and it was like you know four Friday like a month yeah month, yeah six weeks month, ago yeah not even it was like three weeks ago four weeks ago not the ice storm because we did lose it on yeah that a was Sunday. no that was April because I know because yeah. I had an open house that day that nobody showed up to because yep. it was freezing rain so we we uh, we uh, it, it was like noon and I was actually driving back from like American Beverage picking up some taps. I was on Eight Mile by the Lake Art Armory, and all of a sudden you, you couldn't see anything. Right. You know, crazy rain, and then boom, it was fine, sunny out. My GM texted me; he's like, "You're not going to believe this." And so we were out, and it turned out tree came down like at Eight Mile in Livernois. Because we, the other thing that sucks for us is we're in a bit of a residential grid, and mm-hmm. a lot of those businesses DTE hasn't kept up with uh, the line maintenance, so all these trees are wrapped around. So the first thing we think about is. Is anything in active fermentation? Because the chiller goes down. And even though we've got new tanks, they're very well insulated, if something's actively fermenting and you're down for three or four days, um, you're going to see a huge increase in temperature, which is going to fuck up the beer. Right. So in that case, we, we kind of – and you don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. So, it, you know, it sucks. You've got, you've got hourly you know, employees who are coming in to prep in the morning, uh-huh. standing around with their thumb up their ass, not knowing what to do. you got no yeah. lights. So – we brought a gas generator in to at least power um, some lights, and then um, you just kind of play a waiting game. Luckily, with that one, Adam and Rob had been down at CBC in Nashville, so we didn't have anything in active fermentation. And the weather wasn't super hot, so all the, all the uh, fermenters and brights will hold temperature pretty well for quite yeah. a while. Didn't you tell me that you had, like, shipped your meat somewhere else? Yeah, to- we, we <laughs> actually we actually uh, we moved our walk-in over to our, our cold storage at, at in Royal Oak um, the first time it happened. Then the second time, we end up, you know, we would go to U.S. Ice, and then we have another supplier where we have dry ice. So we're trying to keep the, the food in the cooler down. But mm. the beer stays cold because the thermal density in the beer cooler and everything's not bad. So the first day... We, you know, much to, I think, my staff chagrin, I was like, you know what? I'm not just going to fucking lay down and, and say, all right, well, let's close the doors. Right. So we, uh, we, had, pay, we had plastic cups, and we served beer. And people came out. The beer stayed cold. And we did it again on Saturday. Uh, we had to close when it got dark because we didn't have any lights. Lights, right. And then uh, Saturday during the day, we just messaged out to our neighbors. And, you know, we did, we, we did you know, $1,700, $1,800 in beer sales over – Two days, but by four o'clock on Friday, the beer was foamy, uh-huh. and you know we we did kind of call it a day. Yeah, um, but you were cash only at that point too, right? Because you uh, no, we actually got we got a uh, we we got a friend's generator, so we were able to plug in uh, the Sonos, the POS system. We had one of our our barbacks, the same guy I mentioned, came out and DJed, and it was nice. Like some of our customers on the distro end, uh, the guys from Plato and the owner of Otis Supply. The owner of Anita's, they all came over and had beers. And so 
you know, it's just it sucked because it's probably, you know, I literally the day the power went out this week, I was mm-hmm. filling out um, paperwork for an insurance claim for the previous. For the previous. Oh, <laughs> and, and, you know, so and then this time we did have we had 20 barrels of long cut. They had brewed the day before. So um, oh, wow. luckily this was only like five or six hours. Um, and, um, you know, we ferment that beer about 68 degrees. Crept up to like seventy one, but it was a real short period of time. Yeah, and um, so it wasn't crazy. Call I mean, extra long cut. Yeah, it might be. Uh, what, what Snooze. I think Adam said he goes. I, I think we have a farmhouse long cut happening. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it, you know, and then you get some response. Well, don't you have a backup generator? Well, yeah, we have like six mains in that building, and you know, to have a backup generator, a natural gas backup generator, you know, could very well run close to six figures for that building. You know, I mean, I, I would imagine like like Griffin Claw and some they, these guys got to have backup gens, um, right? But of and our size, setups, I mean, yeah. it's it's it, you know, it's nuts. So it's yeah, it's it's. I got brewers freaking out. <clears throat> I got chefs freaking out. I got you know front of the house, back of the house staff, and not making money, figuring out hourly. I mean, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's not that fun. It was definitely like <laughs> it, I would be lying if in the last month I, I didn't say to you like. What the fuck am I doing this <laughs> for again? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely think I, I just couldn't. I don't know. I, I couldn't imagine because then, I don't, I don't know. I guess I would feel like with when you have all that beer, if if something was fermenting, then all of a sudden you got to pull. Um, oh, geez, what the hell was that absolute shit movie? Uh, Chill Factor with mm-hmm. uh, Cuba Gooden Jr. and Skeet Ulrich. Where it was like the it was like the speed version of just having to keep things. Can you cold. mute him? <laughs> just for a Skeet I mean, Ulrich he, reference? He, just, he said Skeet Ulrich and Cuba Gooding Jr. Right. I mean, you double Oscar, Oscar winners Cuba Gooding Jr. Do you have any farm but, deal down there, Ken? <laughs> is there any? I mean, having to left? having to attempt to try like if something was fermenting to attempt to transport it to, no, there's to someplace no. else. That that's it. You, you can't even go there. I mean, yeah. it. Uh, we did it. We had the power uh, at the other, the old brewery. We had the power go out one day, and we had something. He had just he had just. I think it was a batch of city. And you know it, the yeast was really happy. <laughs> and I think it, we, it, you know, it had it had a nose of green apples and other bizarre flavors that we ended up. Actually, I think that batch went to Motor City Gas, and they ended up uh, distilling it into whiskey. Oh, nice! I just I don't know where to go. He he killed me with the Cuba Gooding Skeet Ulrich cut. Like I, only thing I know Skeet Ulrich ever did was scream for like a hot minute. Well, Matthew Lillard was in Scream. Does that still bother you? No, because he was also Matthew Scooby Doo too. He was. Yeah. He also rap battled Shaggy. Yeah, he did. I don't. What like he was Shaggy the rapper or Shaggy he, from Scooby Doo? Shaggy. Shaggy the rapper. Raggy. On, on mic drop on TBS or something like that. Okay, my my brain just cannot handle what well, you're throwing good. into it. All right, <laughs> so let me let me throw this because wow. uh, I I had some uh, I, I had some issues that that kind of came up on on some of the groups. Uh, one to kind of throw these out here. So tell us how you really feel. Yeah, I will. Uh, so I had a buddy of mine. Uh, he saw a post that came up on the uh, Detroit Craft Exchange where a guy was uh, that he was basically offloading uh, his allocation of Dark Lord and had posted it up there. Said that he wanted forty bucks a bottle. Didn't matter how many you wanted. Uh, so my buddy just decided. All right, hey. He, he PM'd him, said, hey, I'd I, I take two. Um, and, you know, everything was getting all set up for that. 
Then all of a sudden, the guy changed his post, and he went from $40 to $35. And basically, I guess just to offload the rest of it. Uh, so my buddy sent a message back out, and, you know, they're trying to coordinate a, a location and whatnot. And he then went back to him and said, okay, well, I saw that you updated your post. Is it 35 a bottle? And the guy said, no, we agreed at 40 Surge pricing. So it was just kind of, I was like, well, I don't know. Is that kind of a dick move? Nope. No? Nope. No, 100%. So... I had the issue, and I won't, I won't name the guy. So um, I had a trade set up ready to go for Bourbon County. Uh, the guy offered Bourbon County, or I was offering my Bourbon County. He had something else that I wanted. Uh, trade was ready to go, and then the Bourbon County issues came out. The infection. The infections, correct. And I'm like, you know, hey, are we still on for our trade? And he said, you know, LOL, no. And when Oh, LOL, you, no, not just a no, or yeah. heck no, or hell no. Like a <laughs> Yeah, an LOL no. So when you agree to a price, you agree to a deal. As a person, like if I agreed to pay this much, if you did it, I'd be like, well, I fucked up. Not, you know, you fucked up or you, you know, you overcharged me. It's the mm. fact that I, at $40, said this beer is the correct price for me to purchase. Therefore, I'm ready to purchase. Now, I'm going to ask, hey, can I get it for 35 because that's just the entrepreneurial opportunist in me. Mm-hmm. But if he says no, I agreed to pay forty, and that was my my verbal contract with him. Forty dollars, one beer. Did he know that? I guess was the infection news available prior to you guys agreeing? No. Well, then I think that throws a monkey wrench into you. Into it. Disagree. I think the, I think what Rob's dealing with is something that's legit. We were supposed to meet up and do it before the infection news even happened. So the trade should have happened, but he canceled before that for whatever reason or another. It wasn't because of the infection. I think what Rob's going through on they agreed at this price, now he's bartering down, is legit because that is just options. That's just well, it's, I don't think it's a dick move, though. Commodities are trades. However, I think the news, I think yours, there is a new factor into the equation, i.e. the beer by the brewer standard is not good. Thus, like when you were out, I don't want to say trolling, but when you were offering a dollar a bottle of the That wasn't beer, trolling. I was legit offering a dollar a bottle. I know, but people were offering this. And you said, well, it's infected. I'll take it for a dollar. No, I, so, so, so I think on, that kind of goes to the... We're, we're coming back down for this because I'm going to defend myself real quick. So that was the odd side issues. And I said, your beer, you feel, you feel, because they only came out and said morning wood was infected. Morning wood. Well, I think, yeah, well, there was... Cause, they I mean, they it, didn't it was come like, out and said anything else. Other right. people said that the beers were infected. Yeah, like the... The, the Hazel's mocha, Nuts. The Hazel's yeah. Nuts, the Mocha So they, they came out and said that these were infected, and I said, okay, well, you think these are infected, I will buy any bottle that you think is infected for $1 a piece. And people were trying to sell it for whatever price they paid for it, which is fine, but I said, you know, you're trying to unload it because it's infected. Whereas right. I made a trade beer for beer, period. And I guess my thought is while in Did real everyone st- get this? I'm so excited. I'm so scared, by yes. the way. It's all yeah, you. that was good. Thank you. Yeah. I just think in your case, Ken, a new variable was introduced to the equation, whereas in Rob's, there was not. Thus, I feel one. Is I mean I I feel it's fair. Uh, I guess the, I the the one thing that I think uh, bothered him the most was that 
it was the day of the post that, you know, he sent the message and said, all right, let's do it. And then it was not two days later that he changed to the 35. Well, did, did the guy already pay the guy 40 bucks before he changed? No, no. So I would have said, all right, I, I would have just pulled out and said, all right, I'm not going to give you 45 for something you're offering 35 for, or 40 for something you're offering for 35 for. I would have said no. And then I would reach out to him like the day after and say, hey, I'll give you 35 for this. Like, that, he, it's his own fault for going through with the deal because right. he saw the appraisal. He, he saw the numbers move. So mm-hmm. he, I mean, he didn't have to go through and pay him over current ask. Wasn't there just like a, was there a big, wasn't there a big arrest all over the boards the last like Oh my week? God. Yeah, for yes. selling beer um, on whatever website they were selling yeah. beer on. Peer to peer. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're more, you're better off doing it in person because at in person, you're not really. I don't think you're breaking anything. Well, I mean, you're still breaking Michigan law, at least right, in regards yeah. to selling without a license. I think I think with the TTB, too. I don't think I mean, I don't think it's legal to technically sell peer to peer beer, but that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, but I, I think it's the 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 whole legalities. I think their concentration is more on large the purchases. Right. You know, because when when you look at the uh, import laws in regards to Michigan, like you can't bring over like one case of beer into the state of Michigan from out of the state. Yeah. Right. Watch. Me. Right, but do we have, do we have is, guards on our borders? We don't. Um, yeah, I mean, technically, we have border patrol yeah. in in Michigan. Yes, but that's con- that's like international. That's border true. Control. We need to get a wall up to separate the Great Lakes from everybody else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but fuck with fucking in, in the apocalypse. <laughs> with that though, if so, in regards to Indiana, like bringing like zombie dust, like two cases of zombie yeah. dust over. Obviously, that's against the law. But the whole <laughs> reason for that is, is that their their goal is looking for people who are bringing crates of zombie dust over, who are bringing crates of beer or liquor from Kentucky over just to sell in their store, just because obviously, like you U- know, U hauls. Yeah, U hauls worth the liquor. They don't care about you know if you have it for personal consumption. They're just gonna be like, right, all right. What if I'm a massive alcoholic? Not like they're gonna know they're unless you're driving like a shitbird. And, but and that would like, be my evidence. I'm driving like a shitbird. <laughs> I mean, I've got that fifth of Kentucky so, rye. I mean, they whiskey. do. They do have computers in the cars. They could search you. <laughs> they could Google you and figure right. it out. In, in, in regards I'm just to too fast, too furious for yeah, them. Yeah, right. Wow. Another ludicrous reference. Yeah, I was. I yeah, yeah, I suppose. I saw that. In regards to what what Rob did though, like if if you agreed to pay forty dollars, you honor that agreement. Yeah, and that's just my personal opinion. Even even the entrepreneur in me, like I will ask. Yeah, because yeah. there's nothing wrong with asking. But if he says, you know, we agreed on forty dollars, I'm going to say yes, we did. Yeah, Here's yeah, your forty dollars. But you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna move that from my perspective. I, in real estate, when I sell a house or when I buy a house for a con for a customer, it's based on the bank coming back and appraising that house at the. The proof the, right. at the uh, at the price that we agreed upon. So if I sell, if I agree to buy a house for a client for two hundred thousand dollars, the appraisal comes back at one hundred eighty. There's no way in hell I'm going to tell a client to pay twenty thousand dollars extra. That for that a house. is a huge difference. It is, but it's the same premise. Just it's the same not premise, at all. But uh, it, you know, it is. But I mean, as far as the percentage of the amount, that's, that's like I mean, somebody agreeing to pay for a beer, and they come back and they realize, <laughs> oh, this beer is actually worth this much. Like you bought this beer for ten dollars, and you're trying to sell it to me for fifty. Well, that's, like that's again, that's, that's an idiot, though. Well. I mean, it's, so is, so is been, offering. Have you guys been to any of the bars where they have the exchange? 
with a pricing they, on the beer. They're, they're oh, opening yes. one up in Birmingham, but uh, Kalamazoo. Is it open? Is yeah, it really? It, the back of Dicko Downs. Oh, yeah, the, the one they in Kalamazoo? It the Dow, and it's, it's the same. Yeah. Oh, I did not. Not the same. Kalamazoo, the one no, in Birmingham. It's the same oh. technology. Oh, that you one's know, open. Dicko Downs Irish, Irish Pub. <laughs> it's the back of it, and the pricing changes based on. Demand. And then the market crashes a couple times yeah, a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. As a point of sale person, it sounds like a disaster coding something like that. Um, it's funny. It, I was in there once, and um, I think like you know, no rules was like eleven bucks. And then I looked up, you know, I went to the bathroom, and it was seventeen. I'm like, shit. oh, this is absurd. But that's that's the whole that's the shtick, though. That's the whole yeah, gimmick of it. And that's the thing is, is that if I if I went and I said, hey, the, think of it like cryptocurrency, uh, as we're we're kind of rounding up in regards to the fact that I went and I went to go buy Bitcoin for one hundred fifty dollars, and then it didn't go through for twenty minutes, and I got it for one hundred twenty. You know, like that's the kind of thing where I agreed to pay, you know, X amount for, you know, or say uh, I went to buy one Bitcoin at 150. And then when I went to buy it, it changed up to 180 because it didn't go through for 30 minutes. Dan, your wife's Canadian, right? Yep. Does she speak French? Uh, Enough. Yeah. What does the phrase say la vie mean? (laughs) That is life. Okay. That is how life such kicks- is life. Okay. Exactly. That is how life kicks us in the pants. We fully expect life to go one way, and then as we have all lived, life never goes quite according to plan. But we're we're comparing frustration to like if you went and said I'm going to buy a house for 230 before an assessment came through appraisal. Yeah. Appraisal, then that, you're dumb. That's your own ass. Well, that yeah, you you're you're cost yourself twenty thousand. No, but, no, no, I mean, no, 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 no. I guess the bank, the bank is going to do an appraisal anyway. Yeah, so the bank's not going to fund. Yeah, the, they're not going to. They're yeah. not going to allow that transaction to go through, and it voids the contract. You as, you see, as, like if you as when you write a purchase to offer a contract uh, a house right now, if you agree to buy a house at two hundred thousand dollars, it's contingent on a bank's approving that. Correct, loan. but because yeah. they don't approve it, you can't honor your own thing because you're 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 honoring your your agreement is is that this bank is going to pay for the loan. If that bank doesn't pay for it, that's not your fault. No, but that's the deal the, also gets voided at that point until yeah, the buyer and seller find another not, number. You're not taking your money back. Because the bank, like beca- you are though. No, not you. The bank is. Are, are you Again, saying that the- we need banks to actually be beer appraisals now? Matt, you're, you're no. You, I'm, I'm the kind of person that probably real estate agents hate because I only look at a purchase agreement as all I'm doing is securing an option to buy that property at that price or less. Yes. Because because you always have you know the ten days for an inspection and you come back to the inspection and you're like eh smells funky I'm gonna take ten off for that ten off for that. Or the bank appraisal doesn't come in. Yeah, so but when you're, you're making that purchase offer. I would say in your case, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the airlines, right? You buy an airline ticket, you buy it at a certain time. They play their little algorithm games, and mm-hmm. then like you, you get one for half the price. Yep. And in some cases, I think you can buy like a rate protection where if it goes lower, blah blah. blah. But there's a few a few airliners that do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. individual beer trades. It's like. But they, it sounds like like for instance. Somebody got Rob's friend when the market was high. The market tanked, so he still bought it when it was high, knowing that it wasn't worth it. I would have, I mean, maybe that's the capitalist in me, but I said, okay, give it to me at the current rate, or I will just not buy but, it I mean, and then buy but it. But how else well capitalism it, doing for us right I, now? I mean, it, it's, it's a different conversation. It, <laughs> it, it'd be the same thing with, with stock. I mean, I got a friend who, who was looking to buy stock in Fossil and I trade uh, stock as, as far as the watch. 
And, I stopped. You know, yeah, exactly. And I bought the stock at $18, and then all of a sudden it's now shot up to like 27 20 or something like that. Now mm-hmm. he's looking to buy it. If he bought it at 27 and it dipped back down, then, you know, he's out. Ten bucks now. Yeah, but he agreed yeah. to pay. But he agreed to pay for it exactly. It, that know, is not. It's called an option trade, though. So what you should have done is place to put at thirty five, and you know if it right. came down below, then you get it for thirty five. If it stays at forty, you're paying forty. I, I'm, I'm still change. I'm still new to the game. I'm still trying to figure <laughs> that shit out. All right, guys. Well, we are not your financial advisors. Please, Please do don't not ever take do what we say. Any no, no. financial advice from us, even if it involves beer. Especially Don't forget to check out all of our main sponsors. We've got North Center Brewing over in Northville, Michigan, Brown Iron Brew House over in Washington Township, and Zatuna Liquor in Rochester Hills. And check out the Williamson International Festival of Loggers tomorrow supporting Weekend Survival Kits. Wish Josh Gordon a happy birthday. Grab his beard. But more importantly, go help out Weekend Survival Kits. Yep. And, Dan, thanks for much for showing. None yeah. of us knew you were coming until you walked in the I door. Did, actually. Um, hold on a second. None of us important knew you were coming. Uh, and no matter what you think of your beer, we think it's better on draft. Have a good night. Peace.